Ah, uh, greetings, humans, and welcome to the universe according to Rex and Jonas. I can't do a good voice like you. Can, can yeah, you do it? Can you do the voice? Greetings, humans. Welcome to the universe according to Rex and... Well, the intro's doing that already, so if I'm doing it twice, it's redundant. But fuck it! I'm supposed to not giggle Um, in this episode because uh, the individual that I am speaking with currently told me that they were listening to the podcast and they were like, I love how much you giggle in it. And I'm just like, (laughs) damn it, son of a bitch. Yes. These levels are wild. You have a good giggle, dude. You have a good giggle. (sighs) Um, Hey, guys. Welcome to our podcast. Uh, I'm Jonas. What's up? I'm Rex, a.k.a. Brian. And this is Brian. the universe, according to Rex and Jonas. This is our universe that we like to uh, create, like, once a week and just shoot the shit with you guys. And, you know, let us, you know, we talk about stuff that we like. Uh, you know, I don't know where to go with this. Jonas, no, tell no. them what the topic of the yeah. week is. So, we're doing things differently today. Oh, yeah. This episode. And it's story time. Basically, we're taking... Three story we we have chosen three stories story arcs books short stories that we want we would like to see adapted into film it could be live action or it could be uh, animation or yes. it could be claymation and I didn't specify with you Jonas but it can be story from any form of media yeah. really yeah okay okay as okay. long as you know all right I mean I chose mostly comic books because that's what I know. I chose like a comic book. I chose an anime or a manga. Nice. And I also chose a short story that I've listened to on mm. another podcast, which I will go into later. Oh, I have one of that of our friends that I would I would love to see actually adapted into actual film. I burped right there. Sorry, guys. But um, when we go into it, you'll know. But anyways, I also have pictures or not pictures. I have a list of. Uh, suggestions that other people wanted and I'm going to give those uh, suggestions with their you know usernames and all that of what they wanted and there's a lot there's one that's repeated over and over again but we'll get into that anyways uh, so let's just jump into it and let's go one at a time and I will throw wait 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 okay we got to know about each other's weeks man how was your week oh my this week I I jerked it I can't hear you through the computer. That was weird. Okay, you okay. jerked it. I jerked it, and uh, Jonas jerked and, it. Um, I worked out after I jerked it. Um, and so <laughs> basically, it man. Uh, well, uh, I, I'll just uh, talk about my week for a mm-hmm. split segundo. Um, mm-hmm. I watched a lot of things. I watched Iron Fist season two. Did you like it? 
I thought it was better than season one. Okay, good. Um, it went a lot of different places. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Okay, because I might but, watch it. So, like, a thing happened in Iron Fist season two that a lot of people probably wanted to happen, and I was into where he fucks the Asian girl. Well, obviously, but other than that, where he he ju- they do heroes for hire. No, that didn't happen. Oh. Unfortunately, I was kind of hoping where he becomes happen. Daredevil. No, that oh. didn't happen either. It was so there's I can't say what it is, but it's it was pretty interesting how it all went down. And when like, you get to see the actual dragon, I wish that happened. I was hoping for it. I'm spoiling it kind of by uh, saying what's not happening. Where he wears the tracksuit. Does he wear a tracksuit? Maybe. The new incarnation uh, of him has he's wearing like a tracksuit with his mask. And I'm like, this is kinda weird. That's so weird. I'm trying to hold on. Iron Fist does not equal Batman branded two two thousand nine oh five. It doesn't. He does not. He is uh, better than Batman because If anything, Moon Knight is Batman. Nah man, Moon Knight's cool. Are oh, you saying <laughs> Batman's not cool, bitch? Dude, Batman, listen, alright, I like Batman as much as any other person but i am not afraid to admit that batman has been oversaturated over the uh, past i mean few yeah years, also especially his did you gallery. have you ever seen the um parks and rec uh thing where Patton oswald goes off on a tangent about how he how the marvel universe and the star star wars universe will interconnect in the marvel yeah. Yeah, movies. the fucking filibuster. Yeah, the filibuster. He he's like you and you won't have Hawkeye and Black Widow. You'll have like a characters like Moon Knight. And I was like Moon Knight. He's a he's hard B. He's a hard B character and he's he depend, is depending on what thing. incarnation you have of him, he's not going to be like <laughs> he won't have any powers. He just has multiple personalities. Yes, and that's what is awesome. Well, actually, he does have powers technically because, uh, you know, he gets more stronger depending on the phase of the moon. During yeah, the but that's cycle, that's but... a certain kind of incarnation. Like this current yeah. incarnation of him is oh, just, just... like a god is telling him what to do. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Matt says Bane better than Batman. And I agree. Yeah. Bane's pretty cool. Uh, He's a luchador. He is. Oh, my god. Anyways, guys. All right. So if you're just now joining us, we're about to go into our stories of what we think should be adapted into film and i i, I don't know we're done are we done talking about our weeks you did you oh yeah i'm done i ain't got nothing else uh, to say right. unless people that was sad, did i do anything this weekend what no did I do this weekend? oh yeah i survived uh uh i'm putting air quotes up with my fingers hurricane this weekend that was fun that the way you're saying that reminds me of like this hurricane that hit orlando when i was living there and everyone, my roommates were so fucking worried. They were just like, one of, my, one of my roommates got like 16 gallons of water. Like he, he grabbed some extra <sighs> jugs of water that I had. He went to go get it filled up and then he bought other water bottles. And then my other roommate was like, yo, I'm going to this other girl's place. She lives on the fourth floor. I'm going, you go, you want to come? I was like, yo, because <laughs> we lived on the first floor. And I was like, honestly, dude, nothing's going to happen. I promise you. I promise like- you. I'm from Houston. I'm, all those people weren't from Orlando, were they? No. Exactly. But I'm also from like <laughs> t- I'm from Houston, where we get a lot of hurricanes. I was like, "Yo, we yeah." You, there's nothing to be worried about. Trust me. And then like the day happened, and all we got was like strong winds, no water, and I was like, "You get 
the thing is like most people most hurricanes don't involved and don't involve a lot of rain it's like mostly strong winds yeah so strong winds you know the rain seems strong but it's very light once the wind stops blowing it's like a drizzle it is because oh man that was but there are not saying that there aren't floods there are are, floods there are on the eastern coast of the state there Mm -hmm. are floods people are being rescued but the death toll while there was a death toll that sucks but it wasn't as high as they were expecting that's good um really overhyped hurricane not gonna lie uh three out of ten wouldn't do it again pretty but, lame. At, but at least you uh survived it my dude i did it survive i did i said i didn't <laughs> that was weird i did not survive i am a ghost welcome to the ghost cast this is the second Yo, i really want to do that i really want to go to like a haunted house and just like interview inside of a haunted house and just here goes I, i'm about to edit shit. i'm about to edit episode four and i want to make sure like there's no ghosts sounds in there because you saw a ghost last time man i'm pretty sure that was a cobweb i'm looking over there where i saw it too and i'm just like don't you do it you motherfucker don't you fucking dare appear and then you just see a ghostly hand just do the the circle upside down circle and you're like ah damn it this motherfucker um okay anyways let's get into our stories so rex for your first story that you want to be adapted into a film what would it be uh this one I don't want it to be adapted into a film as much as I want it to be like a Netflix TV series, but I want Marvel to adapt uh, a story about their superhero team known, well, it's not really a team, it's more of a company, mm-hmm. and it's a, I heard rumors that there was going to be an ad- adaptation of this, but nothing ever really came of it, and I don't know if there's going to be anything, but I wanted to see them adapt damage control oh here's the thing people don't really know much about damage control and when they when they mentioned it in spider-man homecoming i was like yo that's that's a pull that most people would not get even there's people right now apparently that are confused about um about uh captain marvel punching an old lady in the trailer yeah, they don't know that they that don't bitch know. is a and fucking if scroll. If they don't know about scrolls, how are they going to know about damage control? Dude, That's listen, the thing. Here's my thing. I'm really, like, I saw that trailer, and I got so excited about how upset people were going to get about her punching that old woman in the face. Because I already, I could already see the fucking headlines like, Captain Marvel beats on the elderly? Is Captain Marvel against baby boomers? And I'm like, technically, she's not even a baby boomer, really, because this is in the 90s. She's probably like, what's the generation before baby boomers? Flappers or some shit? I don't know. <laughs> Flappers? She probably, she probably a fucking flapper or some shit, even if she was an old lady. Bitch, clearly a scroll. Evil smile and shit? Nah. Punch that old lady in the fucking jaw. Let her know that in the future, if her daughter votes the wrong way, it's going to happen to her scroll ass, too. This got real political. It did. <laughs> um, Generation so, Flapper. She was a flapper. So, they yeah, damage control. That's a, that's a good pull. Um, and I, I actually looked into damage control before, and... They have one guy on there that's like this giant muscular dude that ha- carries a giant wrench around with him. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yo, if they have that guy on there, then that'd be dope. Didn't they like, have like Powerless? I felt like Powerless was going to be like a damage control kind of situation. Like that's how I feel damage control is going to look like. 
Yeah, probably. Like, I just want a low level to the street, just like going through their daily lives and dealing with the crazy shit that happens in the wake. Yeah. Like every. I don't dude... want it to seem like. I oh, go on, go on. Listen. I don't want it to seem like a Netflix, not a Netflix Marvel TV show, like because they're all like kind of gritty ish. Mm-hmm. I want it to be its own thing where it it feels like almost sitcommy, but not really sitcommy. That's exact. No, I want it to feel like yeah. a sitcom, but like it's a superhero sitcom in a way where every episode, because there's like how many Marvel movies are there? Like twenty something. Like, like every season, eighteen. So every season, I would say there needs to be a max of like oh. six episodes. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, that's good. And every fucking episode is them dealing with the bullshit that happened in one of those fucking movies. So the series finale is always going to be like an Avengers movie. So the first Avengers movie, they're cleaning up shit from the Chitari. Even yeah. though we kind of uh, we saw that. what happened to most of that in Spider-Man Homecoming. But, you know, I want them to elaborate on it. It should follow the BBC series structure. The Big Black Cock series structure? <laughs> Hi, babe, ruthless. Hello. And yes, I shaved. I need to shave my face. No, no, you can't shave because our fucking uh, title card is you with a beard. You have to keep that beard on from now on. I'm gonna shake up the status quo and shave my face and throw everyone off, but then I'm gonna grow it back, and it's gonna be back in like a year. So, damage control is your first one. I was going to say Spider-Man uh, One More Day, but I feel like that's a little too dark and gritty. Mm. Because I think, is that, is, no, was it One More Day or is it, what's the one where Mary Jane's dead because she died due to contracting cancer from taking Ooh, too much radioactive spider semen? Like it's straight up she died because Peter Parker was busting into in her too much and his, and his sperm was radioactive. Um so. Was it Kingdom Fall or something? Yeah. I'm gonna look it up. But you go. I know Captain Venice. Marvel dies because of uh, cancer, and that was like yeah, because of Nitro. Huh? From Is Nitro. That... Yeah, Nitro kept blowing him up and shit, and then he contracted cancer from the radioactiveness of him blowing up all the time. I did not know that. I thought he just like got cancer when he moved to Earth. Nah, he like. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, bussing in her. That's what Rex said. <laughs> yeah, he was bussing up in her, and she contracted cancer because his sperm was radioactive. Because he got bit by a radioactive spider. Which makes me think Peter Parker was probably a mutant. That's why he could get spider powers. But, you know, it's whatever. I guess. Um. Oh, wait. Spider-Man killed Mary J by giving her radioactive sperm. I found it. Hold on. I'm trying to try to light, uh, load it. I think it's it's called Spider Man Rain. That's what it is. Yeah. Rain. Okay. Rain. He like wears a, a he wears a leather jacket and a in a like with a Spider Man symbol on it. It's so edgy. It's so edgy and dumb. It is. Um, okay, so the first story that I went with this is okay. <laughs> I chose this story because I love it so much. I love the artwork in it, and then I like. In my mind, I think Cyclops is top five best uh, coordinate like war plan coordinator stat uh, like uh, what do you call it tactician 
what is it? Tactician. Tactician. I think he's like one of the best tacticians in the Marvel universe. Yes, he was yes. right after all. Yeah, he was right. Um, and there was there's a book. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous combination, but it's called um, X Men: Curse of the Mutants. Have you heard of this book? It sounds familiar. It is literally the mutants when they were living on um, on that island, that small island, uh, Utopia, and it was vampires attacking mutants and trying to turn. Oh my god, I do remember this. And that's when we, that's when Jubilee became a vampire. Oh god, and that's yeah. uh, Blade was in on it too. So yeah. the thing is like. <laughs> they even bring Dracula into the game, and it's so—it's such a weird book. But in this book, you really get to see the mind of Cyclops. Like, there's a point. Like, they know that they're about to be attacked by his Dracula's son, who who has formed several different groups of vampire families to to attack this island of mutants. So Cyclops is like. I want all the all the people that don't have any armor. I want you guys inside protecting everyone. Everyone that has like strong skin, like metal armor, wood armor, uh, diamonds. I want you out here. This is where we fight. He even goes to the point where he sends his uh, Wolverine turns off his his healing factor and makes it makes it so that he turns into a vampire and then he can like switch switch Wolverine back to into a mutant. What the fuck? Uh, just me, or am I hearing echoing? Jonas echoing through Brian's side. Is he? Am uh, I? I hope not. I got him turned down. I don't know. It may be sleepy meds. Uh, I hope not. I hope not. Um, but anyway, but yeah, it can't be. It can't be because Rex has his headphones in. Um, but yeah, I really like that book. Just, just for the sheer fun of it and if if it's some if you really enjoy like something ridiculous that's the book i want to be turned into a into a film okay cool cool all right all right so it's my turn it's my turn now yeah okay all right my turn here bear with me with this and i know it's already had an adaptation but i watched that adaptation both of those movies were fucking terrible and they sucked despite them being made by the native country that they came from. But I would like to see a big-budget Hollywood adaptation, preferably written by someone who appreciates the medium of Japanese manga or fucking uh, anime. Because uh, the person I was thinking that could do this really well would be Guillermo del Toro, because it's, it's fucking Guillermo del Toro. And he's really good at designing, like grotesque looking creatures and shit but what i was thinking was a, a like big budget hollywood adaptation of attack on titan Ooh, ooh, i like that but have you seen the the live action that they do have out i did you didn't like it no <laughs> i don't like it at all i thought it was nice i don't like that they make it seem like it's post-apocalyptic like they're fucking crash helicopters and shit oh, yeah, i don't yeah. like how they try to make aaron and mikasa's relationship more than what it fucking is because they're like there's a scene where he like some guy makes mikasa eat an apple 
or something, and then he bites the apple, and they're both sucking on an apple. It was weird. It was really fucking weird. I don't know if that was the second one or the third or the first one. But this isn't the live action movie. This is the live action. I not seen the second or third one. I've just seen the first one, and I just There's get only... to the part where they fight. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's the only part that's really worth watching. Yeah, because the CG is pretty cool, but everything else. It was like... really good. CG was really good. But I want to see like a big budget version of that, where like I vision. Uh, what's his fucking name? Percy Jackson. What is his name? Wow, um, you're gonna whitewash this movie? No, because everyone in Attack on Titan is white. Okay. <laughs> Are they? Are yes. they? Yes! Aaron Yeager is white. Um, Levi Eckerman is white. The only person who isn't white is Mikasa because she's part of the Oriental clan. Hey, that is what Mikasa they refer to is Sukasa. I'm gonna kill you. I swear I'm gonna kill you, Jonas. I'm gonna murder you in the fucking street. I'm gonna leave you laying in cold blood. <laughs> You're not gonna survive this fucking hurricane. Oh, the hurricane's over. Fuck you. Oh, no. You're not going to survive the hurricane. That is Hurricane Rex. Damn it. Hi, um, Amanda. Um, why are our friends that dislike us doing these live streams in here right now? <laughs> because they love us secretly, Jonas. Secretly. Um, dude, I, I would love to see a, a really good, like, big-budget Attack on Titan movie. That would be great, actually. And I think Guillermo del Toro would really do a great job. He would do all practical titles. effects with the with the suits. Dude, it'd just be like big dudes in suits on a green screen running at people with their non-dicks hanging out. Yes. It would be amazing! And Man. I want Percy Jackson to be Aaron because he looks like Aaron. <laughs> Does he? I guess, yes. yeah. But he's nah, he's probably old now. Never mind. No, he's like... Well, he, he could play young. He could play young, but like... Uh, that's a that's a fan cast for another day. Another day. Another hey, Josh. Day. Hi, hi, don't tell Josh I'm here. Okay, uh, Josh... Shh, Man, I, I don't know where Amanda is. I don't know where don't your fiance either. is. I haven't seen her. She's missing. You know they got engaged? Um, yeah, I do. Everyone got engaged. Amanda and Josh, Bianca and Mike. Yeah. We're talking about people that no one on the podcast knows, but it's cool. Fuck the podcast right now. All right. Uh, okay. Matt Post is engaged to him, his left hand, but that's. Ooh. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Roasted. roasted bitch. How you like them roasted peanuts, bitch? Ooh, Hope they're delicious and face, sprinkled Matt. with cinnamon. In your fucking face, Matt. You just Logan Lerman. Roasted. That's his name, Logan Lerman. He's, He's 26? 26. Really? I thought he was Ooh. older than that. I mean, he looks he looks like he could play young though still. Yeah, and Aaron's like 15 technically, so he could I mean, they could make him older. Yeah. Cuz like could. let's be honest, they are not going to make they're not going to make a film where a 15-year-old is fighting these... Like, he's going to be 16 or 17 by the time that he finishes boot camp and all that. Yeah, because that's, that's how it goes. Like, it starts out when they're, like, kids. And then they join the military when they're, like, 14, 15. And it follows them. So they're technically, I think they're around 15, 16 when the show's going. They progressively age as it goes on. I think yeah. Aaron's, like, 17 right now. The they show, would, but yeah. Or the they, manga. I think he could play 17, but they wouldn't be like fifteen year olds. They're fifteen year olds and they're fighting, fighting, fighting a war. Because they probably the make them nineteen or twenty even. for a probably, movie. Yeah. More than likely. Anyways, um, yeah, that's a great. That's a man. That's such a good show. Oh, 
so good. I gotta watch the newest episode. I'm surprised you didn't say anything about Boku no Hero Academia. I, it's too easy. Like, it is. There's, listen, I was going to, but here's the thing. Boku no Hero Academia has been adapted three times previous to it being even existing, okay? Because there was Sky High, and there was fucking Up, Up, and Away on Disney Channel. Yep. And then there was some other shit. There was a TV show, Wait, I think. Wait, uh, Up, Up, and Away, did he go to a school of superheroes? In no. a Sky High? No, in Up, 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 and Away. I thought it was just he, oh, he was part uh, of a family of superheroes. No, he didn't go to a school. Yeah. But... Same universe, man. Same universe. Because <laughs> they're both Disney? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Uh, I'm looking at you through this <laughs> camera over here. Um, okay, so my next one is... It's one of my favorite ones. My I just read it recently, and I even showed it to Matt, and Matt was like, whoa, this is good. This is real, like... The story is so good in it, and it's something that you can do as a miniseries. I would prefer it as a miniseries than a, than a film, like a movie. But it is Batman, uh, The White Knight. Have you read that book yet? I've heard of that. Hold it's on. it's so good. It's written and, and illustrated by the same guy, um, and... I love his artwork, but I forget his name. But um, he so the basically the story is, what if the Joker became sane? Huh. And he's like the 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 beginning of the book is like he he's causing he's causing mischief, but not really. He's just going around Gotham on a on a hoverboard thing, like the Vine hoverboard stuff. Yeah, and he's just he's just doing that and Batman is crashing through shit and like almost killing citizens just to get the Joker and then like when he becomes sane he goes I didn't do anything Batman uh, he he's the one that was crashing into people and destroying buildings I was just being I was just running around on a hoverboard and basically he runs for mayor and like Batman gets so frustrated and all that it kind of turns the tables on Batman that's pretty strong yeah I can see that like like you said, like a miniseries, but I could definitely see that because DC's really good at animating shit. Yeah. Ooh, that would be a great animated series too. Animated movie. Get the voice of the Batman. Joker, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you cursing at me, Bruce? <laughs> but he goes by... But throughout the fil- throughout the book, he goes by his, his name, Jack Napier. Uh, you know, okay? Okay, that is his name then. I mean, Does he canonically that, have a name? Yeah, through that, through that book. Okay, Cause like that Arthur shit from like earlier. This I don't know week who Arthur Fleck off. is. That's a, that's a brand new name. Because like, there's a, been another. There's been one other name for Joker. So there's Jack Napier. I thought he was Jack Frost for the longest time, but like I guess that's like no Joe Chill. That's what I thought. Who I thought he was. Oh, no. But no, that's a different dude. Yeah. But apparently there are three Jokers in the DC universe. In the comic books. Did you hear, did you hear about this? No. <laughs> so you know the um, you know the equivalent version of the Watcher in in the DC comics, that guy that's on the chair. Uh, I can't see his face, but it doesn't surprise me that there is one. There's like yeah, there's a guy that knows ev- literally everything. I think he's called the Observer or something like that. But basically, someone from the Justice League pulls him out of the chair, and Batman sits on it. And he has all this knowledge rolling through his head. He goes, who killed my parents? Okay, Joe Chill, that's correct. So he's like basically testing it 
to see if it's right. And then he goes, who's the Joker? He's like, no, that's impossible. And apparently there's three different Jokers. <laughs> that's what you find out through that. Uh, Matt says, Matt Post says, uh, I dig when there are title stories that don't have to do with ongoing universe stories that utilize the character names already created. New Spider-Man game does that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause it had, it's just like, yeah, Spider-Man, he's, uh, he's broke. He's about to get evicted. Miles Morales is just a kid. Uh, he's already dated Mary Jane. Uh, I don't even know if Norman Osborn is the goblin in that universe. Because Doc Ock isn't Doc Ock yet in that universe. Really? Yeah. And But there is Rhino, there's fucking Vulture, there's all these motherfuckers just running around. And he's already encountered symbiotes, so it's like... It's it's so weird that they chose a bad guy like M- Negative Man. Is it Negative Man? Mr. Negative. Mr. Negative, okay. I was, being, I was like, it can't be Mr. Negative. It's so weird that they chose someone like Mr. Negative, because he's always been like... I've, ne- I've hardly seen him, and he's always seemed like a C-less character to me he's a big deal because he's very like there was a storyline where he was instrumental in almost killing spider-man and he ends up creating anti-venom so it's like he's he's he went he seems like he seems like the spot level of villain for spider-man even though I think the spot is fucking cool, because his power is he can create holes, move through dim- create holes, move through dimensions and shit. That's fucking that. Tight. That was just such a fucking Looney Tunes esque character to like to make. That is yeah, cause there is a Looney Tunes like character in fucking Marvel. I can't remember their name, but their power is fucking like they have the power oh um fuck what's his name? He has like magical pants. Not well, does he? I don't know. I just know that he has like a white face with no nose. Oh, he looks like a weird cartoon character. That you're not talking about Chameleon, are you? No, he's like a mutant. Okay, I think I think you are talking about. Does he have crazy hair? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's not a mutant. Well, is he a mutant? Because he has just. I know he has magical pants where he can. It has like it's like interdimensional pants that he can like grab random shit from, mm-hmm. and it's like. But he's he's recently he's been hired by Deadpool to work for Deadpool as like a mercenary to catch people stuff like that. We can't remember this guy's name. Slapshot, Slapshot. That's what his Slapshot! name. Slapshot. Bombastic yeah. Relish coming in with the hot hot news, hot oh, yeah. comments. Fuck yeah, Slapshot. I'm about to Google that. <laughs> okay, Rex. What's your next story? My next story is uh, not very well known, I don't believe, unless you listen to this podcast. But um, there's a podcast that I listen to regularly, known as the No Sleep Podcast. Okay. Um, it tell it's like a it's kind of like an anthology podcast where it tells like stories that are submitted to a form called the No Sleep Form, and it'll read out the stories, it credits the authors and everything, and it has a very high production. It's got about eight seasons, and there's a... I don't even know how many episodes there are, but there's a lot of them. But there was one story in particular that stuck out to me with how interesting the concept of it was. And I'll just tell the story real quick. It doesn't really matter. Um, I don't know if anyone's going to listen to it, but if you want to listen to it, it's a No Sleep Podcast Season 10, Episode 18. Okay. And the story is called 500 Yards. And it starts off as like, it seems, it starts off, it seems like a, like a torture porn kind of setup from like, you know, any movie from the early 2000s where it's like these, 
four college students. They're all on the track team. They're all in the middle of what seems to be a clearing in a forest. And they're all bound and tied up on their knees. And in front of them is a 15-wheeler truck. And standing in front of it is a woman who's very big, very muscular. Like she looks like she looks fat, but she's like Wilson Fisk fat. Oh, so she's basically all muscle. Yes. And nice. she has a shotgun in her hand. Ooh. And they don't know how they got there. They don't know why she kidnapped them. But basically she tells him, uh, I'm going to let you guys go under one condition. You have to play a game with me. Ooh. And they're like, fine, whatever. What is the game? We just want to get out of here alive. And like, she's like, the shotgun's not even loaded. She's just using it to coax them into playing the game. And they're like, fine, cool. What's the game? And she just tells them, all you have to do is run 500 yards in that direction and get to that clearing. If you make it, you live. And if you don't, I'm going to eat you. Jesus Christ. Okay. And, and this is like, a podcast? This is a podcast. This is a really good story. And they're like, because they're all on the track team. So they're like, whatever, fuck it. Like, one of them's like a cross-country runner. Run, one, of them's, one of them's a sprinter. Like, and like, they're like, we can, we can do that. Fine, we'll do it. And she's like, but first, I got to, I got to change, get ready, you know, get into something more comfortable. And she goes behind her truck and they're all like deliberating with each other. Like, okay, we're all like fast. We can get away from her. She doesn't even look like she has any speed to her. And while they're talking, they hear this weird, unearthly noise coming from behind the truck. Okay. And they just see the truck shaking from behind. They're like, what is happening? And before they know it, one of them feels like this big pile of goo fall onto their shoulder. And they touch it and it's like translucent and really sticky and foul smelling. And then they look on top of the truck and they didn't notice, but there's a giant werewolf looking like creature standing on top of the truck staring at them and all it says is run and the rest of the story is just telling what happens from that point and them trying to escape from her through the woods and I thought it was a really interesting take because it throws you off in the first like 15-20 minutes of the story I think it's only like 30 minutes long so like 15 minutes by making you think it's one thing and turns into something completely different. Mm -hmm. And the ending was just really interesting to me. I don't know if I should spoil it if anybody wants to hear it or for themselves to see how it goes. Even though I kind of made spoiled the huge plot to us. You basically did the whole podcast. I I didn't do the whole thing. I just told (laughs) the setup. Some more interesting shit happens as it goes on. All right. Well, I listened to it. Then uh, it's No Sleep Podcast episode season ten, episode eight. You said eighteen. Eighteen. Yes. Go listen. I'm gonna listen to that. I'm gonna listen to it then. Um, From dust till dawn, predator switcheroo. Kinda, yeah. Um. All right. That I like that. I like a good scary adaption of anything. Like I can't yeah. wait for the new for New Mutants because it's a sca- It's like a horror superhero film. Yeah, because they said they're going to be... What's that thing called? The ghost bear? Demon bear. 
They're saying that the demon bear is probably going to be the villain of New Is Wars. it? Yeah. Damn, alright. That's why all that psychological, like, creepy shit is happening, because of the Dope. demon bear. That's what they're saying it possibly could be, because uh, the character that's um, associated with him is in it. Yeah, I love... Man, that's good. And, like, all their powers do, like, have horror-type shit going on with it. Yeah, because, like, like, uh... Magic. She goes into other dimensions. She can use magic. She can summon demons and shit. Yeah. Uh, the were- uh, were- werewolf girl. Werewolf... Uh, Wolfbane. Wolfbane. It is Wolfbane. Yeah, You're right. Wolfbane and um, the dude that sets himself on fire. I can't remember him, but he's uh, like in sunspot. pain. Yeah, because his skin like burns off when he sets on fire, and he has to grow it back and shit like that. I think. I think that was him. I could be wrong. I, I think you're wrong because he does always. He never seems in pain in the comic books. I'm trying to be thinking of somebody else. There is somebody who sets themselves on fire as a power, but like it burns their skin off and they grow. Are you thinking about guys. Venture Brothers when they have the Fantastic Four s characters on? No. <laughs> thinking of no, it's that guy from. Uh, he's an Inhuman. Never mind. Oh. He's a new Inhuman. Oh, that's yeah. horrible for him. I think his name is Inferno. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. And he's like, my name is Inferno, <laughs> and I am in pain. All right, I'm. You should just be on fire it. all the time, then. Yeah, and then he like goes off, and then his skin grows back, and he's like, "All right, I'm good. Fuck it, let's go." How fast does the skin grow, though? I think it grows like it takes like a day to grow back. G- a day? Yeah. That's too long. That's too long. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. it was. I gotta read more than Anyways. I like the Inhumans. Uh, okay, my last suggestion is actually... I don't want to say it because they haven't made it yet. Because it's a Matt Post. It's the Matt Post story that he told us about oh. the uncle and the ghost. I don't want to say it because it hasn't been made yet and I want him to make it and it's a great idea. So I gotta choose something else. You gotta choose uh, something else. I gotta choose something else. Um, what is a good book that I've read? Like a good story arc. You know what? You know what they should do? What should they do? Remake Twilight. <laughs> Remake Starring fucking Twilight. And, all right, let me add on to this. Let me add on to this. All Stay right. with me on this one. Remake right. Twilight, but Edward is played by Steve Buscemi. <laughs> that you're using your Steve Buscemi for this episode for that suggestion. Edward is Steve Buscemi. That movie would be 100 times better because it would really hit home that Edward is old as fuck yeah. talking to this high school girl. And, oh, and then have him like in that scene from 30 Rock where he has a skateboard on his back and he's like, hi, kids. Hello, fellow teens. Yeah, that's what he says. Just have the baseball scene with him just dancing in the background. Like, yeah. All right. Steve Buscemi. And you know what? Steve Buscemi could kill it. He's such a great actor. He is such a great actor. He's good, man. People don't give Steve Buscemi the credit he deserves. It's because he does. Boardwalk Empires. It's because he's always doing Adam Sandler movies. But that, you know, if I had a friend that was like, I make silly movies. Do you want to be in it? Yeah. I'm also an award, Emmy Award winning or an Oscar winning actor. Of course, I'll do whatever I want for my friend. 
I don't know if yes. he's Oscar or Emmy award winning, but he should I be. He, I think he won an Emmy. Hold on. What awards did Steve Buscemi win? Screen Actors Guild for Outstanding Something. A lot of Screen Actor, Golden Globe, Primetime Emmy as well. So Emmy. Well, at least he won, won a Golden Globe. That's pretty good. Yeah, he's he's won an Emmy and Golden Globe. Wait, is there a difference between an Emmy and a Primetime Emmy? I don't even know. I thought it was all the same thing. Huh? I'm a fool. Anyway. Anyways. Twilight. Um, Twilight. Is that your final answer? <laughs> Do you want to go with that one? I'm like thinking about it now. Because I just read mostly X-Men stuff because, you know, I just like the artists that they cho- choose for that. Though. And that's not gonna, that's not what I should go off of. I should go off of stories that I really enjoy. I'm going to let you read Matt's comment. This is a weird comment, but I feel like Steve Buscemi's dick is cook- <laughs> cock-eyed. Pun not intended. You know it was intended, you dirty motherfucker. It, it was you know intended. It was. Got <sighs> dicks on the brain today, huh? I think I mean, we're always we all about dicks. Like, yeah. Dicks are kind of like the center of the universe. Yeah, it's, it's hard to not think about dicks. <laughs> I'm like, a dick I just... King. It's, it's really hard to uh, erect any other thoughts when you're just got dick on the brain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hate myself. Um, why won't it show me the awards? That joke fell flaccid. Uh, yeah, it was a little. <laughs> why won't it show me any of the awards that Steve Buscemi has won? All right, <laughs> All right, let me think. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking about um, what what book we. Oh, you know what would be great, actually. What, what I know Deadpool is oversaturated and overused, but mm. I do want to see like a short animated movie of him of Deadpool killing the Marvel universe, like actually killing them. That Didn't would be great. that happen? Not a not a animated movie or anything. Or was it Punisher? No, they didn't do that for him. No, they did a pun. They they have a Punisher kills the Marvel universe. And they also have another one that kills the Marvel universe. Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, I'm down to see Deadpool kill some people. Like he is very oversaturated, as we know. But um, I feel like like honestly, get- I felt like the when Deadpool one came out, I was like, I I swear to God, I'm gonna see so many new fans of Deadpool that are gonna be like, oh, oh get that? I got, I got that. Oh, I love fuck. Deadpool. Matt just brought it up. Surprise you guys have... Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would want Marvel Zombies to do, be done as a film because there's so many different story stories of that. Because there's not just. Marvel Zombies. There's Marvel Zar- Zombies versus Army of Dead. There's Marvel Zombies that takes place with Fantastic Four, which is a great book. It's like that's a great story arc right there, where it's where they meet young- the Ultimate Fantastic Four. Yeah, the Ultimate Fantastic yeah. Four. Um, and then there's also like the Squadron Supreme Zombies, and it just it's it's such a long story. Also, like the main one is so long that it would be hard to to compact compact that into like even a, a series yeah it would be because as we know about marvel about not marvel about zombie tv shows they get boring after a while 
I would say so. Even though I do, I do like uh, iZombie and its ending. And it knows it's a little different, going. though, because you're not really... Fi- are you, they fighting zombies all the time in them? Uh, they are, but, like, they're mostly... It's, like, zombies and humans and criminals and stuff like that. But they know how to... It's not always, like... It's not Walking Dead. It's not... We're running from the zombies. Oh, no. The humans are bad, too. Somebody's dying. Someone's dead now. Carl! Like, it's not that. Yeah. Which is good. There's a lot of musicals in in The Walking Dead. From your... From your, uh... Take right there. Listen, everything in my head is a musical at the end of the day. Yeah, that's awesome. It sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we're gonna go into comments... Uh, because I did post on my Instagram story, what story or book would you, or, you know, anything else that you want to be adapted into a film? Mm -hmm. So we have some suggestions. The one that is brought up the most is Under the Red Hood, but that's already been adapted into a film, which, and I think a great animated film. Everybody's really into Jason Todd right now. Because he's back to killing people. Yeah, he's like the it boy for the Batman family. Like everyone's like, ah, fuck Damien. Who cares about fucking uh, Jay? What well, not Jason? What's his name? Ta- Tim. Tim and uh, the main uh, Dick. One who's Dick Grayson. Dick. He got Tim shot in the Dick. head. Is he dead? He's not dead. He just got shot in the head, though. Well, shit. Yeah. And Pretty like the thing is, like they, I think they, I think I heard that they killed Roy Harper also. But they're not sure, and people aren't really sure because it was like off-screen kind of thing. Roy Harper is that Red Arrow? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And like, yeah, there's like a bunch of shit going on with like the Batman family. (laughs) But um, but yeah, I mean, Red Under the Red Hood has already been done. It has such a great animated film, and Jensen Eccles kills it. And honestly, he could play a live-action version of Jason Todd. Matt doesn't dig the Under the Red Hood animated movie as really? much as everyone else does. I do. I dig it. I have not seen it, so I'm going to see it and I'm going to let everyone know what I think about it when I feel like it's time. <laughs> what uh, what else? Uh, um, what else? Let's see. Oh, okay. So the first one that I did get was a She-Hulk or a reboot or redo of Tank Girl. Hmm. Have you seen think- the Tank Girl movie? Is that? Who's in it? Cause I keep thinking it's Brittany Murphy, but I it's, know not, it's not. It's not. It's the girl from. Uh, she's she she's Buffy? on. No, 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 no. She's actually in. Um, she's in uh, Orange Is the New Black right now, but she was also in like the other film that I actually know her from is Polly Shore's In the Army Now. I'm not gonna look this up. Yeah. <laughs> Look up Tango. Uh, Tango is such a great. It's like a great cult classic. Like I didn't know it was a. I didn't know it was a, a a comic book when I first watched this movie. But it's so ridiculous. At the same time, it's a world where where water is money, is basically money, and they have kangaroos that attack people. And Ice T is one of the kangaroos. The fuck is that about? Lori Petty. Okay, so I've never the chick from Free Willy. She in Free Willy? <laughs> That's a she pool. Is in Free Willy. 
there's a lot of these movies that came out in like the 90s that we just didn't know were comic book movies like I had no clue The Mask was a comic book movie until like a month ago was it or did they buy it did they buy no. the rights after the movie it's like no it was a comic book before the movie ah. but the comic book was super violent and Ooh. they changed it up to made it like uh, more comedy. family friendly comedy I I knew that the mask was a comic book but I thought it was after the movie Mm-mm. it was because uh, I, re- I was reading up on it I spent one night at work just like delving into the world of the mask because I was like there's only two movies mask and son of the mask one of those movies is terrible and then I was like wait it's a comic book and then you learn like oh yeah and they don't even call him the mask in the comic book they call him what? big head they call him what big head big head I love that um, yes. he's like a serial killer kind of when he puts the mask on dope they also have a, a TV show for the mask ah uh, yeah the cartoon. I remember that uh, I remember let me that. see Chrysanthemum. Oh, by the way, the the She Hulk reboot and redo of Tank Girl was done was uh, asked by Pla- Black Shirt and Marcio. What's up, Black Shirt Marcio? Shout out to yeah. your idea for She Hulk. Shout, shout out, She Hulk would be great. Uh, I wouldn't see a strong woman. I feel like there are so many swole women that I'm just like mad attracted to that I'm like, whoa. I I don't know if it's because I work out a lot or if they're just that fine. I think you just want them to step on you, Jonas. Like I think that's what it is. Yeah. I want them to step on my throat. Oh, yeah. Put your fucking foot on my neck. She's like, yes, <laughs> uh, uh, <I'm> coming. Uh. <laughs> Chris Anthem says every Meg Cabot book series. Hell yeah, romance. I guess those are romance books with the Fabio in the background. Oh, my God. Of course she would want that. Tell her to just watch fucking Lifetime like she does anyway. And she'll get a lot of that, probably. <laughs> Only less that, sex. That, Matt Poe says they they will they'd fuck you Amazon style, no holds barred. Hell, dude, that is <laughs> is that a is that is that a kink? Is that considered a kink? I don't know. It's just a position. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I would get oh, off of if I was that flexible. Ooh. Hey, uh, all right, uh, Matt Post. Matt will post shout out. Uh, actually, also commented. He said most of Batman Black Mirror. Specifically, the plot of Commissioner Gordon and Son. Oh yeah, um, it's crazy serial killer son. I did you ever watch Batman Year One, the animated series? The uh, series, the animated movie. I didn't. That I thought that was really good, and I think it's adapted from the the comic book as well. But I just mm-hmm. love seeing a young Commissioner Gordon, just like being tough and shit. But you don't like Gotham. I don't like Gotham. Oh, no, no, I don't like Gotham. No, no, no. Because I don't know why. It just doesn't seem... (sighs) Gotham is all right. I watched it. But I'm so confused about it. It sucks. I watched it. It's not great. It's really... What timeline is this? What what year are we in? They have cell phones, but then their cars are all old, like the 1920s and shit? It doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't. Bruce is a child. It's like the X-Men universe at this point. No one knows when anything is happening. Like, my Heroes universe is kind of confusing in terms of its timeline, too, because it's like, yeah, I remember watching the first episode, and they're like, yeah, remember when people didn't have superpowers? But then they're like, yo, this superpowered shit has been going on for generations. And I'm like, how do y'all remember? 
that. Unless it was a really old dude who said it. I don't even know. Fucking know. weird. Fucking weird. Um, another another suggestion was The Alchemist with a Y. The Alchemist. I never heard of that. Let me see. It is uh, The Alchemist, The Secrets of the Immortals. Nicholas Flamel is the first novel of a six-book fantasy fiction series, The Secrets of the Immortal. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to get a quick summary about it. Um, go to the wiki. I got it. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, this is... A, we'll just do a real quick. Uh, Sophie and Josh Newman are 15-year-old twins who are working on their summer jobs for the coffee shop in San Francisco. Uh, when a mysterious man, John D, comes to the bookstore for a book, the Codex, a book of Abraham the Mage. Ooh, that sounds. This is actually. I'm already interested with the whole Abraham the Mage. Yeah, because they say like Abraham discovered magic and shit. Are you on? Are you on the wiki right now? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Okay, how about this? I'll read the first paragraph. You read the second paragraph. I read the third. Go. You read the fourth. Stuff like that. Are we gonna okay. read the whole thing? Let's do it. Fuck. There's, there's only wait, five wait. things. Let me see. Josh witnesses. Time. Josh four witness- minutes left in this stream. <laughs> uh, how many? Four minutes. Okay, we got this. Josh witnesses both Nick and Perry using magic. He discovers that Nick is not an ordinary bookseller, but at the medieval and a legendary alchemist. Nicholas Famel being kept alive by making the elixir of life a secret from the Codex for for him and his wife, Paranel. Whoa. D also uses magic and takes the codex for by force while Josh is holding it, resulting in two pages being left behind. The final summoning pages of, that D needs to raise the Dark Elders. For being whom for beings whom D serves and who have kept him immortal for several hundred years. Both Flamel and needs both the both Flamels need the codex to make a make the elixir of life. Uh, or they will age rapidly and die within a month also if they do not retrieve the codex d will summon a dark elder to destroy the world and return to the age of which humans are but enslaved and food but slaves and food flamel quickly takes sophie and josh to the hideout and enlist the innate of scatha the powerful next elder generation elder there <laughs> they are forced to run Threatened by rats sent by D, which is thwarted by Flamel and Scatha. Uh, chased along, oh, chased again almost immediately by tens of thousands of birds, Flamel then leads the twins and Scatha to the secure the aid of Heket, the powerful three faced elder who can awaken the twins' magical potential. D discovers this and enlists the aid of Basset and Morgan, the trio. <laughs> the trio mount a massive assault on Hecat's shadow room and destroy Yggdrasil, the world tree that is the heart of Hecat's power. While Yggdrasil is attacked, Hecat <laughs> awakens Sophie's magic abilities, but does not have time to awaken Josh, as the tree has been set on fire by D while she rushes to defend her home. Skethatch and Flamel and the twins attempt to escape the Shadow Realm while escaping. They encounter D and witness the power of the ancient uh, ancient ice element Sword Excalibur. They see D transform a werebore into a, a pure ice. They shatter the statue, Skethatch, and remarks that she thought the Excalibur had been lost with Artroas dead when Artroas died. The twins, Skatha and Flamel, escape to the Shadow Realm shortly before the destruction of Hecat, Yggdrasil, and the entire Shadow Realm. After, wait, as they they escape, D uses Excalibur to freeze the tree and Hecat, whose life and the power and the link of it, transform the ice as well, and the occurred, D is transformed into the... Fuck, we only got a minute! Uh, Informed that Flamel and Skatha 
have escaped with the twins. In a rage, he shatters Yggdrasil, which crushes a cat into dust, killing her. Flamel, Skatha, and the twins travel to Skatha's grandmother, the Witch of Edendore, as called the Mistress of Air, who teaches Sophie the magic secrets quickly by giving her the witch's knowledge and the power that she knows how to use all air magic. While they are there, while they are there, D has found, the pro- found that the prophecy of the Codex speaks to the Soviet Josh. He tells Josh to join him while he, using the necromancy to raise thousands of corpses and assault the Elder Flamel and Sophie. Josh almost agrees, but at the last moment, he realizes that he will lose Sophie if he agrees. D brings all the dead to the nearby cemetery alive, and they start to attack them. Josh hits D with their with their Hummer, distracting D long enough to escape the Satatch, Sophie, and Nicholas Flamel by using Legate, a teleportation device that where two or more lines of energy lay lines across each other to go to Paris in which Nicholas Fumel Oldholm and the book ends when the D surprises them. 14 seconds left. We did it. Ooh. The fucking stream's ending Ooh. soon. We're terrible readers. I'm bad. Jonas is better. But we did it. Fuck you, school. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, we're still... <laughs> <laughs> Should we start another one? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, oh, shit. Anyways, okay, guys, that was us reading the al- the plot summary of the Alchemist really fast <laughs> before uh, the before the uh, stream ended. Um, but uh, let's let's quickly go over the other suggestions that people had made. All right. Let's um, let me see. Um. Any Moon Knight story, someone said. I think Moon Knight's really interesting, even though he's like a deep Yeah, Easter. I think they should. I think they should make a Moon Knight Netflix series. I feel it'd be Man. great. Yes. Like he's because the whole Netflix series of like shows is just Marvel Knights, and Moon Knight is he screams Marvel Knights. Like, I want yes. there to be a Netflix Blade. I want there to be a Netflix... Um, God, what are their names? Uh, I want there to be a Netflix Ghost Rider, but he's currently, like... I mean, I they could... With, like, isn't he with, I mean, uh, it's the same universe. They could easily be like, hey, let's just make you a Netflix show. Yeah, because Ghost Rider's cool, and it can but leave even, New York, finally. You know what's weird is that... Do you know much about the... Um, uh, what's his name? Reyes. Uh, Robbie Reyes is. Yeah. Do you know much about Robbie Reyes' Ghostwriter? I know that he drives a car. I know that uh, his isn't. I don't think it's the Spirit of Vengeance. It's not. Yeah. I didn't it's think his so. uncle. It's his uncle that possessed him, which is uh, weird, because in the TV show, in Agents of Shield, Agents of Shield, they, um, they, it, it, it's, it's Johnny Blaze that's giving him the power. Okay, that's so, interesting. That is interesting, but I would love there to be a Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider kind of Marvel universe thing. I have an idea for Ghost Rider that I think would be super cool. Okay, I just want someone to steal it. Like, I want Ghost Rider to be like, like if it's Robbie Reyes and he's being possessed by either Johnny Blaze or his uncle, that's cool. But I want his car to get possessed as well. Mm-hmm. And I want his car to be possessed by a fucking Duohan. Do you know what a Duohan is? No, what is or that? A Duohan is like, it's a Scottish fairy slash demon kind Ooh. of thing. And they're known because they're like, uh, they usually ride around on horses. 
but they carry their head with them everywhere they go. Cool. And so like it's like uh, the Headless Horseman. Kind of, yeah. And they're usually female, and they they have the power to transform. Like, there's a show called Dudarada. I don't know if you've ever seen it. But there's a dual Han in that show. Her name is Selty. Her power, like, she controls shadows. And she can transform her horse that she rides into a bike or into a car or whatever she wants to transform it into. I want him to have a dual Han with him. And it possesses his car, so his car can transform into a fucking bike, or it can transform into a, a fucking truck if he wants it to. It could be a it could be a horse, because I want Ghost Rider to be fucking like, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I can't think of it. Versatile. I want ah. Ghost Rider to be versatile. I think that would be really cool. Versus tile, so like not even a dual Han, just like a dual Han's horse possesses his car, and he can control it and make mm-hmm. it transform into what he needs it to be at will. And I think that would be fucking cool. Very cool. Have you seen the the first Avengers um, ever in the universe? Kind of. It was like Odin. It was Odin. Uh, whoever had control of the Phoenix. Uh, the first Black Panther like in ever and like there was a ghost writer in like who was like a caveman ghost writer and he had his his vehicle of choice was a mammoth was a what? a mammoth yo what the fuck yeah I look this up um but it was like it's part of the uh, new Avengers comic where they like go back and forth of like because they the these Avengers fought the cosmic uh, beings. What do you call them? Eternals. The, the Eternals, like one okay. of the Eternals that was attacking Earth. Because there's something about Earth that has like something secret inside of it. So they were protecting Earth or something like that. Yeah, that's fucking sick. Um, let me see. Have you seen Powers? I have not seen Powers. I've heard of it though. Yeah, I heard about it too. Someone said Alex Jones. What? Memes. Fuck Alex Jones. Uh, Robert K. F. said the origin of each Lantern Corps. That would be pretty cool. The hard one would do... The hard one, but I think would be very interesting to watch, would be um, the Orange Lantern. What, what What's that called? Uh, the... I know the main one is... eight. There's only one, and it's Agent Orange... Because he's greedy, and that's the, yeah. like, he it's doesn't greed. want to share the... I forgot what Avarice. it's Avarice. Avarice. Yeah. Avarice. I think that would be a very interesting, because he's greedy, but he also, like, makes other lanterns. Like, he makes yeah. a hologram lanterns. It's fucking weird. He's interesting, though. Oh, God. All right, we might have to end the stream now, Jonas. I mean, the stream's over. Uh, no, I'm not the stream, the podcast. I mean, yeah. I gotta take a shit. Actually, <laughs> you you just talk. I'm gonna go take a shit. I'll be right back. I mean, I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cut we this can, out. Whoa! Yeah, cut it out because I cut. Go take. Go, go take your shit. Okay, I'll be right back. Oh god. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh lord. Fumbling around. Alright, I'm back.
that's five minutes of stuff I have to cut out. <laughs> oh, damn. But except I'm going to keep in all the stuff where I just hear you go, oh, God. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Please keep it. Keep it. <laughs> keep the whole silence while well, I'm on my phone. keep five minutes of strong silence and you just cut every now and again when nothing interesting's happening. Um, there's another book. Have you heard of Station Eleven? What is that? Station Eleven. I'm still looking for this first Avengers thing. Station Eleven. It's a book, and Angie Clyde. You remember Michelle Clyde, right? No. From Vine. Oh yes. It's her. It's her twin sister, Angie Clyde. Oh. She said she suggested sta- uh, Station Eleven, and let's see. Station Eleven. Two thousand fourteen. Is that is that it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, what is it about? I wish they would give us a small summary. <laughs> yeah, it's giving you the whole plot overview of the book. Just give me, give me that little thing that's in on the inside. The little, the little. John Whitaker wants to be a firefighter, but the world has changed. Fires don't exist anymore. Oh, what? <laughs> Fires don't exist anymore? That's what's. This is something I made up. I just made it up just now. Oh, oh! <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I want to read this book. How they get rid of fires? The world exists without fires. Who needs them? Also, did you hear that fart in episode two? Yes. Oh, did you? Okay, good. I heard it. And I was like, I just yep. farted. I know you can't hear it because it was pretty yeah. Your turn. Your fart will show up in the episode. Hold on. Uh, Section 11 is a 2014 science fiction novel by Emily, uh, uh, Emily St. John Mandel. It is Mandel's fourth novel. The novel takes place in the Great Lakes region after a regional... After a fictional swine flu epidemic known as Georgia flu has devastated the world, killing most of the population. Oh, there you go. Interesting. Interesting. I like these, Um, like, not heavy science fiction, but science fiction, fit science fiction stories. Yeah. But yeah, those are all the suggestions that we got. All right. All right. Um, but a, yeah, guys, that was a, a very successful episode. I feel like. I feel like it was a strong one, despite so, the um, audio problems. I don't know if I told you this, Matt. Matt uh, commented to me the first our uh, first episode dropped. He was like, "Can I give you some suggestions, or can I critique you on the podcast?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure. We need the critiqueness, of course." And he was saying that we have I have too much of a podcast voice, and that you need to talk more. Oh yeah, I remember that. Okay, I'm cutting that out then. I feel like I talked a fuck ton this episode. Yeah, I mean we all we both talked. I feel like because he's like I like it when you guys just talk to each other, and I'm like that's what that's what the podcast is. <laughs> is we literally talk to each other. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyways, guys, that's our episode for today. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe, review, comment. Uh, leave leave five stars and then if you don't like it leave five stars and still subscribe and then every week just be like I hate these motherfuckers but five stars leave nice hate 
nice like i hate these motherfuckers because they're 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 so funny especially rex they're so stupid rex has terrible opinions jonas's hair is too chuffed and perfect looking it defies gravity too chuffed and it makes me want to fucking punch him in the fucking face five stars five stars it's too perfect gotta i gotta give it five stars but i'm gonna leave some really mean comments and say horrible things about their their favorite flavor of juice just just no not my favorite flavor of juice oh yeah your juice is gonna get fucking roasted it's gonna evaporate from all that roasting it's gonna get you're gonna look like a straight up juiceless juiceless bitch juiceless (laughs) jay is what they're gonna call you you're no, gonna... not my, not my minute made tropical punch that's in a green container. Bitch, that's my favorite juice. Fuck you. you know what? We're in this goddamn podcast. I thought yours was train limeade. No, fuck you. <laughs> you know what my favorite juice is, you son of a bitch. You know. I remember when we talked about that, and I was like, "You mean this one?" You're like, "No, it's not in that. It's in something else." Yeah, because people like, no, get the wrong shit. They get the one that's in the plastic clear bottle. That tastes like ass. It tastes terrible. And I was like, you and I was like no, it's in this green bottle. We were talking yes. to someone about that. It was, it's was. it got to be either in the carton or the big gray bottle that looks like detergent. That's the only ones that are good. It's <laughs> fucking delicious. I mean, I was going to say like a milk carton. Like a that milk too. Thing. Yeah, but like it's more fancy than a milk gallon. Yeah, it looks more fancy. Why the I, fuck don't they have almond milk in gallons yet? The world I wants know. to know. Yo, did you see that thing I retweeted about me- regular milk? What about uh the what? The blood and pus? Oh yeah, I already knew all that shit. I didn't know about that shit. I gave up drinking milk because of the sugar. There's like 11 grams of sugar per serving of milk. Yeah, but there's also 11 grams of blood and pus that they're allowed to leave in there. I know. I didn't know that shit, man. I just put that with my milk. I still drink milk. I put my milk. I put that with my cookies. I like. I only drink two percent milk. People who drink whole milk are monsters and should be arrested. But like, (laughs) if I do drink milk, it's gonna be two percent, or I'm just gonna go straight up almond, because almond milk is good. No, no, no cow milk or anything. You know what's weird? You like mentioned like, oh, that person drinks milk, and they're like, all right, milk, and then. And then someone goes, "Would you drink? Would you drink cow's milk?" And they're like, "Yeah, but would you drink human milk?" No, that's gross as hell. But like, cows are a different species. Yeah, we drink goat's milk. I drink human milk. I've accidentally tried human milk before. It's awful. Accidentally? It was an accident. <laughs> it was an accident. Rex is seeing my face, and it's <laughs> the faces of it was confusion. Fucking accident. It was a fucking accident. They should have labeled it better. By the way, um, Asbury, Asbury with three Y's said, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. It was made into a movie, but it's not a book at all. I mean, the plot is different and everything, but my suggestion for the podcast is that. Is it not a book? It is a book, but I think they did the, they did the plot very different. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not like the book at all. Gotcha. There's another thing that I was like, this is cool and should be adapted into something, but I'm blanking on the... I know what it was. The Rainbow Fish. Why isn't there a Rainbow Fish TV show? Why? The Rainbow Fish is a great book. 
Kids love it. Still going strong to this day. Bring back the rainbow fish. Also, I want a live action Clifford the Big Red Dog. Jonas is too busy uh, texting all that. But a live action Clifford book? I mean... They, we have Scooby-Doo. By the way, I rewatched Scooby-Doo. Did you just compare Clifford the Big Red Dog to that stoner piece of shit Scooby-Doo? That dog is so high, he talks. How dare you? How dare how, you? How dare you besmirch the good name of that big, good red boy? How dare you, Jonas? Are you saying that Scooby's not a good boy? No, he's not a good boy! He's one, a very... one, he's a glutton. Two, he's a druggie. Three, he's a vigilante and should leave the work to the damn police. But no, you see his big spotted brown doggo ass with his annoying little nephew and they're running around with a bunch of teenagers committing crimes on top of crimes. But you want to compare him to this big red doggo best boy ever? Him and Emily Elizabeth? How dare you, Jonas? Hey, you know what? They're not vigilantes because the police off police never told them to not solve this case. Because they are one children and two white. That is why. If their name was Scoobisha Do, those motherfuckers would have been arrested episode one. Uh I'm sorry, Batman's white. So what? He's got Commissioner <laughs> Gordon in his pocket. Commissioner yeah, Gordon be like, a bad vigilante, bitch. And guess what? Every time he does something, Commissioner Gordon's like, ah, let him go. Oh, something else is happening. Bat signal. That's why you should read White Knight. It's really good. I'm going to read the fuck out of that someday. Okay. Anyways, guys, that's the end of our episode. We've been talking for a long time. Uh, I'm just joking. I like Scooby-Doo, but fuck you guys. Uh, um, <laughs> Watch. Uh, watch subscribe comment and rate us please we're gonna i'm gonna be actually trying to get us onto spotify as well nice 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 so i gotta send emails about that but before that we gotta let people know where they can find us outside of this magical cosmos of the podcast first starting with joe nasty draws his name is jonas nasty draws you can find him at j-o-n-a-s-t-y D-R-A-W-Z on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, you, well, no, not YouTube. Well, technically, well, never I mind. Think, I think you can't find me on YouTube. I think you I can, have a YouTube channel, Joe Nasty Draws. You can find him on YouTube. It's going to be some really old stuff, and he's going to look real different, but that's Jonas right there. And you can also commission no, some uh, art for, what? Uh, uh, sorry, no, no, sorry. What's right, I, was I, thought you were, I thought you were going to do your name, and I was like, no, I'll do it. <laughs> You can also commission some art from Jonas if you want to, but now he wants to do my name. Let's see if he can spell it this week. Okay, and guys, you can find Brian, a.k.a. Rex Tesserosa, on Instagram and Twitter and all that under the Wait, screen. wait, wait, wait. Close your eyes first. I don't want you looking at a screen. <laughs> now do it. Under the pseudonym R-E-X-T-E-S-T-O... No! 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 T-E-S-T-R-O-S-S-A R-E-X-T-E-S-T-A-R-O-S-S-A That is R-E-X-T-E-S-T-A-R-O-S-S-A Rex Testarossa, you can find me on everywhere Uh, I think I I don't know, maybe I'm on Zynga Friendster, maybe it's a fake me (laughs) Yes, he fails Every week and it gives me joy I will get it right one day We'll see, Jonas 
we'll anyways see. guys thank you for joining us um and i don't know how we gotta end this in a certain with a certain catchphrase i guess like i hope you had a good i hope you i hope you mm, that's too like like yeah i hope that your wig didn't get flipped <laughs> The pose that you're doing is the best. I wish they could see it. I hope that your wig didn't get flipped. And <laughs> the pose itself is making it funnier to me. God damn it. Uh, uh, I giggled too much. She's going to make fun of me now. <laughs> yeah, but she likes that, dude. Likes uh, I'm gonna, okay. okay. You know who I'm talking to, motherfucker. Yeah. Hey, I know way, you're listening to this. I'm Jonas. Nice to meet you. Rice won't shut up about you. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, don't gas her that much. Anyway, the podcast is over now. You have just finished listening to The Universe According to Rex and Jonas. It is created by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, hosted by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, edited by Jonas Robinette, with help by audio producer Kyle C. Kelly.